Are you the kind of gal who's not interested in how things used to be in the hair industry? Who wants to hear from ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga, and join me as I interview and learn and get curious about other hairstylists I believe are living life on their own terms, defining what success means for them and living lives in alignment with that. Let's dive in. Hey guys, I'm super excited to share with you that I have brought back my signature course, Sheenette's Worth, a hairstylist guide to going independent. So if you've been independent for a while and you don't have systems, this course is for you. If you're thinking about going independent and you're not sure if it's what's the right move for you, this course is for you. I know for myself, I wish I had this course. Basically, the first four years I was independent, I struggled because I didn't have the infrastructure or the understanding of the business side of my business. So if this sounds like something you could use some help with, please head over to my website, wavemaking.com, and check out my course. All right, guys. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about this idea of all or nothing. I, for a very long time, lived my life like, you go bigger, you go home. Like, what's the point in going anywhere, doing anything, unless you're going to, like, you know, like, do it to the nth degree? And I did and I didn't, right? So it's like, I I picked and choose what that meant. Like, if it was work, it was always, like, go big and or go home. But when it came to, like, taking a vacation, it was like, I'm going so big at work that I'm going to half-ass be here. I'm not going to fully be present where I'm at. I'm going to book a trip for my husband's work and be there for two days, but fly on a plane ride that's, like, six hours both ways. Um, I I feel like I was all or, I was all or nothing, so, like, what got all of me was my work and people that I was serving, and what got none of me was my personal life, um, you know, being present with people, you know, I might've been with people for holidays, but I wasn't really there. And so, um, I wanted to talk about how I think if, if we have that mentality, it can be hard to shift it to realizing that, that, that actually doesn't correlate to our success in life. I heard a statistic recently that was saying that, um, there's actually workaholism, which I think we could just call spade a spade, but having a, being a workaholic or being all or nothing about things, there is actually no correlation that because you're spending more time doing it, that you're actually seeing a return on that time spent. There's actually no correlation between you having a, a workaholic life and your business prospering, you being able to say, well, all those hours have paid off. I think that one of the limiting beliefs I have is, or have had is that like, I'm only successful because of all the things I missed or because of all the, the, um, sacrifices I've made. But I think that sometimes we have to tell ourselves these stories to justify the means to the end, right? Like what it cost us is so great or what the pain it would feel to process, like having to realize that like some of it was for nothing and that you can be as successful doing less and that it doesn't always correlate between the hours that you sacrificed of your personal life. And I think, again, super tough pill to swallow. 
It has been for me as well. And I continue to be mind fucked about it. I'm like, what? Like, how is that possible? How is it possible that, you know, doing less can still have really a prosperous, like, and a return on the investment. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about, like, and kind of debunk this idea that we're all only as successful as the hours that we sacrificed or put in, and that this all or nothing way of living kind of keeps us stuck, but also kind of share how my career and life have changed as my thought process behind that has changed as well. So for instance, I used to like, I love rituals. That's been something that's helped me the last three years. So like journaling in the morning, you know, having coffee, like, you know, lighting a candle, you know, having a workout, all these things that I feel like had to be done a certain way, um, for them to be worth it or for them to make sense. So I, my journaling was like a pretty elaborate journal. It had a lot of prompts in it. It had a lot of, you know, just thought and like, it was, it's like, it was like a whole page, you know, like a notebook style page. And I loved it. I did it for three years, but what I'm realizing is, is like journaling is important to me, but do I need to journal at the length that I was journaling? So a lot of this has come on the heels of being a mom and not having as much uh, time to tinker around. I love to tinker around. I love to futz with things. I love to just do my, do what I do. But so as my time has become more limited and journaling is still something that's important to me, I've switched to the five minute journal. It's, it's a dream boat. It's just, I'm getting to have the same feeling. I'm getting to still have that ritual but it's like, I wouldn't even say it's five minutes. I feel like it's like literally like a fifth of the time I was spending journaling. So I also don't really like to light candles as much because I leave them burning. And I'm like, oh, wow, I was at my mother-in-law's house and that candle's been on the whole time. I was gifted an incense, a 20-minute burn incense that actually doesn't smell like those gross incense. So I burn a 20-minute incense. I also used to believe that for me to have to work out, for me to have had like physical fitness, like I would never have gone on like a 10 minute run or I would have never been like, I've got 15 minutes. I'm like, I'm going to make something happen here. It was like, no, a workout's an hour. And if you're going to do it, do it or don't do it. And I've started doing this Melissa Wood health on the recommendation of a number of gals on Instagram, but also um, just tried it. And she does these really cool like yoga, Pilates kind of flow. And she has a huge library. It's $9.99 a month. I'm not, it's not, not getting paid for this. But I just really like it. And I, it's like today I did like a little family run. But then we, I got back and I'm like, I'm going to do a 10-minute ab workout. Like just re-orienting like, myself to being like, it's better. And she says this, Melissa says this. It's better to do less but consistently than to power power through and do like an hour-long workout. But like that's kind of, in my opinion, my new way of doing life, right? Like I rather consistently do something but maybe not do it at the same like, like I feel like I'm not going to sprint maybe. I might do it at more of a marathon pace. And 
I feel that sometimes in like, I think I lived my life like in that kind of sprint mode so often for so many things and realizing that it wasn't sustainable, but also having to rewire my thinking to believe that small choices make a difference and that life isn't all or nothing and that we can do something like, like even another one is like not drinking during the week. Like that seems small, but it's huge. Like I don't like getting up two times in the middle of the night, having had a bottle of wine. I don't like, um, how I treat people. I, you know, these small things have really big difference. And like this idea of like this habit stacking, right? Like, so they say like, so like, let's say you don't drink, but then you also journal in the morning and then you just start stacking these like good choices that they call it habit stacking. But, um, I just like to say that, but it's like, I don't know, I guess there's just this funny thing about how, we tell ourselves like what a workout is and then anything less than we don't feel accomplished. Whereas like if I do a 10 minute ab workout or I do a 10 minute like meditation, like that was self care. And that 10 minutes is going to change the trajectory of my day. And yeah, like just like the small things that we can be doing, like that I think so many of us don't, give ourselves permission to do because it's not, it's not balls to the wall enough. It's not, it's not like, you know, going to move the needle today. We're not going to see, like, we're not going to sweat excessively today, but if we like every day carved out 10 to 25 minutes for physical fitness or physical health and well-being over the trajectory of a month, what that can look like, and over a trajectory of a year, what that can actually mean for our lifestyle versus like being like, I, I'm not going to see any results today. Well, what worth doing have you have you had a huge breakthrough on day one? Yes, maybe like you feel good. You're like, I'm going to keep doing this. But most things in my life that are awesome don't start out as like flamethrowing, like, oh my gosh, that that was amazing. No, it's like slow and steady and sustainable is really what I'm after in this life. And it wasn't what I was always after, but I, I don't know, I guess I get excited about how, and it frees me up and makes me feel excited about life that it's not like we have to be so regimented. We have to spend so many hours on our bodies. We have to like, even another one for me, like I, started intermittent fasting and it's like wow I can like cut all of breakfast out but also being like the day I started I didn't feel very good but now that I'm a week into it I'm like god I love the mental clarity I like and I think it's making small decisions for like to be able to feel really good later and I think sometimes like I know for myself being a hairstylist and like I think it was um Marissa Bender's episode when she talked about how we're like we all kind of like instant gratification and that like hit me so hard because I'm like so many things that I do that are all out are because I get the instant gratification of being like like oh my god I feel so good and I think that's why I say yes when I want to say no I think that's why I will like you know like run a marathon it's like oh my god like I want to feel so good 
so good it feels bad or so bad it feels good. I don't know. It's not healthy. I'm not saying marathons aren't healthy. I'm just saying like some of my behavior in the past isn't healthy. And um, I don't know. I just think it's kind of fun to think about like what's like something small, like a nature walk that you'd be like, that's not, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't move the needle. But it's like if it gives you space to be creative, like what does that look like for your life? What does that look like for your day with your clientele? Like what is window shopping in a fun neighborhood do for you? Like who has time for that? Like I, I don't know if I had an episode, but I, I, there was a time in my life where I would have been like, what kind of loser has time for that? And it's like um, me because I enjoy it and it's fun and bringing that into my career and life matters. And yeah, I think like just letting go of this, this myth that if I don't do everything all out, then there's no point in doing it has really helped me and allowed me to be like, what a simple, fun life I get to lead. It's like, I find joy in the ordinary. And I've been saying a lot lately that I'm like, I guess I just really love my ordinary life. And it's like, I like that incense or yeah, the sun shining. I like putting my, my opening the, like the shades in the morning in my house. Like I like a new day. I like, you know, just like all these little things that I know kind of feel like kind of like they kind of like meld in and blend into my life. They don't seem like they make much of a difference, but they do. And like all the little changes I've made and having fewer interactions, but the ones that I have being super impactful, seeing fewer clients moving forward, but having it be really impactful, I think also is interesting. And I want to mention that my financially, just because my mind was always at work, just because my head never left there. And I told myself that it was why I was being as profitable as I was being or why my business was successful. None of that was true. Having, having a life outside of work where like when I'm not, you know, in, in work mode, when not really being in work mode has allowed me to there's been no correlation is what I'm saying between my financial success and me mentally being there all the time. I think it was just something that I told myself and it was almost like an addiction to feeling like I was producing, working, making, creating. Uh, And I think that that's what's so interesting about this idea that we aren't actually seeing a return on all of our time invested and emotional labor, like all that. It's like, you're better suited spending that energy on something that fills you up so that when you go back into it, and I used to think that was just bullshit people that had a lot of money told you. I I really did. I was like, thank you so much, uh, Sharon. That's so neat that you and your husband have found that, that taking breaks is helpful. Like I would have been like, what are these, what is, these people don't get it. They don't get the way the rest of us live. And I think it's funny to look at that now and really be saying it. And maybe I'm hopefully saying it in a way that doesn't make you want to punch me in the face. But I remember feeling like doing that, like, like that is so neat that you guys are taking these breaks for yourself, but the rest of us, we can't. And I don't know, maybe a break is relative, right? Like what does that look for you, look like for you? But 
maybe it is walking your dog in the middle of your work day. Maybe it is like, what is like, like that might be giving you that sense of fulfillment that makes all the work worthwhile. And I don't know, like, I think doing less, you know, maybe you are saying no short term to like clients or to things that you could be making a, I want to say like a quick buck. But if you think about the quality of your life and the sustainability of your life and being able to do what we do for a longer period of time, I don't want you to be short-sighted like I was and think that you had to say yes to everything today because you have no energy for tomorrow. And not getting short-sighted into thinking that that it's going to all dry up or no, it's like you are going to dry up. You will not be able to serve the people that you want to serve. You won't be able to live the life you want to live. And it's hard to use that no muscle. But I think when you see that you have a life you're not needing to escape from, you know, with COVID, I think, you know, I think it allowed a lot of us to look at ourselves and say, oh, do I have a life that now that it ended, I'm relieved that we got this break? That's that's an indicator that the way that you have been operating isn't honoring yourself and not sustainable enough for you. And the cool thing is, and I continue to journal in my five-minute journal about this, like one of the things I'm so grateful for is that we have the ability to do it differently, that we can wake up tomorrow and we can say, I'm not going to do it like that anymore. And I'm not going to say yes and then think about it. If I want to do something, I'm going to think about it and then respond, not react. And I don't know, I guess being able to sit with ourselves and to do it differently and to have the time and the space and the life to do that is it's exciting. So have a wave making day. I love talking to you as always. Bye for now.